Hey everyone, you're listening to InfoQuench with Jeff and Amy. We're chatting about how to get the most out of life and covering a ton of interesting topics. So there's sure to be something for just about everyone. Let's get to it. Hey everybody and welcome to InfoQuench. I'm your host Jeff. And I'm Amy and this episode we're going to be talking about easy ways to exercise more. I don't know about you, but I always feel so much better after I exercise. I do too. It's one of those things where you don't want to do it. And you put it off and put it off usually, and then and then when you do do it, it just it you're so happy that you did. Like for for one thing, one of the things that I love to do is hike. And lately, I've been loving hike. I went from running to just hiking, and uh, yeah, I love it. What is it that you love so much about hiking? Is it being like in nature? Is the nature part the big part of it? You're not like. We don't call it hiking if you're just walking around the streets, although we have some pretty steep hills here in St. Johnny Brunswick. But Yeah, I, I go to this gorgeous park here in our local vicinity of St. John called Rockwood Park, and I still haven't explored every single trail that's in that park. It's that big. It's so amazing. I, okay, you asked what I like about hiking. I love being in nature and for the longest time, I listened to music when I went on hikes, but lately I've just been enjoying the, the sound of the birds and just relaxing, just like the quiet of it all. Except know? for the birds when we're tenting. So last, they <laughs> woke us up. That was quite a symphony of birds. That was, that was nutso. That was like Frank Zappa birds. We had our first tenting experience with our son. I've been tenting quite a few times, but I don't think I've tented since I'm going to say my 20s. So it's been a long time. It's been a long time for me as well. And I don't know what possessed us, but something came over us and we decided we would buy a tent and do a a night of tenting. We were staying at a a And I got a fancy tent with LED lights on the inside. (laughs) I I had to do it. Well, you know, I was skeptical. I was, I thought it was pretty gimmicky, but when you light up those lights it's pretty amazing yeah you could even play monopoly at like one in the morning you could no one would even know all i could think was that the lights would attract bugs inside the tent but i was so meticulous so you were always very meticulous with that zip i was like get in get out zip it up zip zip it up (laughs) don't let the bugs in the cavalry's coming (laughs) (laughs) but we decided to tent out and it was a nice experience i i was worried about the bugs and the ants and the mosquitoes and really i guess what i should have been worried about were the birds because the birds were as jeff said well it started off with nice little delicate tweeting and then it slowly just descended into this crow it was a crow it was (laughs) it's probably just one crow but it was a no there was more than one they were going at it like they were arguing it seemed i don't know i don't know much about crows i know they're i know they're smart I know they know when garbage day is every week. Well, there you go. They're right out there as soon as you put the garbage out, pecking at the bags. <laughs> I think that they I think that they uh, seem louder because we were in a tent. We just didn't have, you know, a window. And mm-hmm. But I digress. I enjoy nature as well. So I can understand why you like that about hiking. And the quote for this episode is from somebody who also really loved nature, and that's Henry David Thoreau. Yes. And he wrote, uh, well, several books, but known well for Walden. Walden. Um, this particular the quote isn't from Walden. And the quote is, what business have I in the woods if I am thinking of something out of the woods? Right. You got to be focused on the woods and not 
you know, be in the concrete jungle while you're in like a nature preserve, you know? Well, and I think that's true of exercise in general. I think it makes sense to use that time as a a time of meditation, active meditation, and really focus on your movement, what your body's able to do. And and the process of actually get the most out of it too. You kind of have to know your limitations too. You don't want to push yourself. Right. And that's easy to do if you let your yeah. mind wander and you're not paying attention to, you know, those uh, little feedback mechanisms that your body tells you naturally to help you avoid being injured. So it is important to be in the moment. I want to give credit to Zen Habits, the website, because I get a lot of content from there. And for this episode in particular, I drew from some of their articles. So the first one is to start slow. I think a lot of people really jump into an exercise program thinking they need to start at full tilt, all or nothing. And it really doesn't need to happen that way. We're in it for the long game. So you can start off slow and just get into making it a habit. You know, a perfect example of that is I went from running to like, you know, then then the pandemic happened and stuff and I got away from all exercise. And I thought I would hike in order to get ready to run again. But I'm not really, I'm not really too interested right now anyways in getting to run because I'm enjoying hiking. So it's like I initially thought that hiking would be a good gateway into running again. So I was starting off slow. You know, but then now I'm just enjoying hiking. And Charlie's enjoying hiking too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I think that's, it's a good way to look at it because I think as we grow older, I, I well, maybe I'm just speaking for myself. I do view exercise differently because it used to be that I would always have this goal in mind. And I think a goal can be a great motivator. It's actually one of the other tips that was given is to have a goal, something to work toward. Maybe it's doing a race or just achieving some personal goal distance or personal best in terms of time while you're exercising but I'm at the point where I really do exercise for the enjoyment of doing the exercise in the moment but also understanding that if I stop moving my body my body might stop moving that you know it's important for longevity for health you gotta be able to take time and absorb the wonderful things about what it is that you're doing Case in point, a friend of mine posted something on social media a while back about how he loves to go hiking with people. All right, let me read it from the beginning so that you can understand. I think I, okay. I hate hiking with people who want to reach destinations or travel a certain distance. I love hiking with people who don't mind stopping every 30 feet to look inside rotting logs or photograph spiders or identify salamanders. People who hike for exercise confuse and terrify me. Ideal hiking companions are botanists, entomologists, mycologists, easily distractible dogs, people with great butts who walk slightly faster than I do. That's somebody we know? Well, that's, yeah, that's that's Rob. That's Rob Clark. Wow, well said, Rob. Yeah. Those oh, he, are... he listens, so maybe he'll listen to this. That's, that's really, I love that. But yes, yeah, start slow. Start as small as possible. Don't worry about how hard you're working out, how long you're working out. Get into just doing it regularly. Make the habit. Absolutely. And schedule them in. Make time for it. Whatever works in terms of the best time for your schedule, just make sure that you treat it like you would any other appointment and give it the same importance. You wouldn't skip a doctor's appointment, so don't skip an appointment with yourself to get exercise in. Another th- great thing that I learned from you out of the millions of other things is that when you do do something that you're 
somewhat proud of, like going on a hike, put an X on the calendar and then you've got a visual representation of it. I know. We've been full on doing the Xs now. We mentioned this on a few episodes ago, I think, and we've been doing them. I look back on the calendar for a couple of months. Yeah. And there's a lot of Xs. It's a huge motivator. Jeff has great big giant Xs that fill the entire square on the calendar. And I do little red Xs with little circles around them. And they just take up a little part of the square so that you could also use other parts of the square in the calendar to write calendar things on. Not that I'm judging Jeff's X's because usually you the day is... You doing the big X's. Well, but I, I tried you. to avoid the actual written words on the square. But it's okay because by the time oh, you write the I X, see. the day is done the for the most done. part. And so done. I forgive you, the giant X's. You started with the giant X's. <laughs> but I, I, wasn't, did them. I, I was more careful with the X's. I didn't write straight through all I the appointments. I didn't even want to do... Well, I shouldn't say I didn't want to do, but I, I wasn't doing the X's. And you're like, I'll do them. You wanted to do my X's. And then you did, and then I, well, I did a few. because you weren't doing them consistently. And then I did that... tonight, though. I did my hike from tonight. Yes. Today. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Good job. Next? We're starting July, so it'll be a fresh month of giant Jeff X's. That's right. And Amy, pretty little red X's in a little red circle <laughs> that don't interfere with I know now items. not to go through the words. I know now. See, how am I supposed to know these things unless you verbalize them? Yes. Communication is the key to every relationship, darling where we're going with this the x's work don't they you do. agree like they're a big motivator and they're so easy to do you can look back and you can look at a week full of x's and be like yeah i did something and whether i worked out for 20 minutes or 40 minutes my x is still the same so just right. make the habit get yourself some x's on the calendar and when you get enough built up exercise will become part of your regular routine i contemplated doing the kilometers on my on my squares too but each day but I, I didn't do that well then it's almost time for your own calendar yeah you're right <laughs> my hiking calendar <laughs> tim ferris uh, i'm off, often mention an author a podcaster he has for years decades done journaling around his exercise routines and he does them so meticulously that he can look back at say he uses this example. He could look at a picture of himself when he was 25 and pull out the journal and see what exercise routine he was doing oh, at wow. that time in his life so that he could then go back and, and look that way. I don't know if I could really do that because I don't think I could just do an exercise routine that I did 20 years ago and suddenly look like my 20-year-old self. But, no. um, you know, it's still pretty cool, Tim Ferriss. So uh, if you're into detailed journaling rather than just little X's on a calendar, that might be a motivator for you too. Yeah. Another item I'll talk about in terms of tips is just forget about weight loss. Weight loss can be a byproduct of exercise, but it's not the end all and be all. And I tend to see a lot of focus on this. The focus really needs to be on health and healthy diet, moving your body, just focusing on that. And then the other parts will fall into place naturally. You want to have an equilibrium all of the positive aspects of exercise, not just weight loss. You want to enjoy it. You want to have a good environment to do it in. All those things, you know? Well, that's right. And being healthy in and of itself is a great goal. Yeah. And making and bringing exercise into your daily routine, making it a part of every day is super important as well. And when you do get a lot of X's on those calendars, you should reward yourself. So that's another... With a big cheeseburger platter. <laughs> <laughs> so 
Just joking. That could be anything. It could be it could be a cheeseburger platter, Jeff. Could that be an e bike. I want to get an e bike, by the way. Oh really? Love to get one and go back and forth to work. To carry that guitar? The guitar you just bought? Is that what you're gonna do with the e bike? Yeah. Yeah. Jeff saved up about I don't know how many different gifts. So he had a Father's Day gift, yep. he had a birthday gift from myself and my parents. And there was and one we, other thing looped into it too. Yeah. So basically he had a lot of money to spend on one new Item. big giant gift and it was a guitar. Yeah. And it's a nice it, guitar. I got a nice guitar and I play it every day. I play it every single day. And I'm, I, love I, it. I will vouch for that. You do. You even yeah. sat on the step the other day well, so, and so played it outside. You're bringing this up because, ah, oh, so you're okay with me getting another big one. That's great. Uh, yeah, e-bike. Yeah. That's what, that's what I want. I don't even know what an e-bike costs. Oh, they're like... They're like a thousand, two thousand dollars. Oh, just a couple thousand dollars, eh? Just a couple thousand dollars. Some people are spending that on gas and Yeah. That's the money we would save on gas if I could get to and fro from work on an e bike. To and fro. That's right. All right, well, maybe we'll revisit the e bike. Maybe the pros and cons of e bikes on a future episode. But until then we'll move on to uh, the next tip, which would be just Doing a challenge, so maybe exercising in and of itself is a challenge for you, but also you could try doing a different type of challenge, a 30-day challenge. There are a ton of things online that you can do, whether it's just doing an exercise streak where you do maybe a 10-minute walk every day for 30 days, or you get together with a group and challenge each other to do some sort of specific exercise routine. Yeah. But challenges can be fun, and they sort of break up the monotony if you're going through the same type of routine. It can give you something to focus on uh, that may be a little bit different for 30 days. And switching up your exercise routine is a great way to challenge your body, and that's when you, when you do tend to hit a plateau and you're not seeing a lot in terms of results uh, changing things up is a great way to break through the plateau. I agree. Yeah, that's great. So posting your results, there are differing points of view on this, but there is. I feel as though as if that is something that motivates you and keeps you going, then why not do it? And I, know, I think I mean, it also it's... motivates other people. I think other I people will see it and say, Hey, that, you know, that's somebody I know and they're, they're doing this and they're, they're doing, making a routine of it. And, uh, you know, and you're sort of seeing them and their improvements and how happy yeah. they are with it. I think it's a great motivator, not only for yourself, but for others. So my point of view is post away people who don't want to see posts about anything. Yeah. <laughs> They can just scroll on by. That was, I had a little bit of a conundrum with that uh, when I started posting when I was running in the uh, past. And I thought it was like, I I just thought, like, why do people care? People don't care if I, like, if I do a a run that's six kilometers long, like, and then I do it over and over and over again. But at the same time, like you just said, it's like they can just scroll by it. And there's all kinds of crap on social media that you don't need to see. So this is just more of it. (laughs) (laughs) Let's be honest. If people do care, I don't really care if they care. I honestly thought it was, I (laughs) thought I was worried that people would think I was gloating. Like, look at me running all over the place. No, like, I just don't, I, I, I just like, you know what I mean? I'm running and you're not like, I'm not, I'm not that person, but like, I was worried that people would see it that way, you know? And I think that that's probably 
something that a lot of people worry about, but I think more often than not, it motivates people to get moving themselves. And then I saw that it did motive it did motivate me to to post it on social media for whatever reason it did. Like I don't know, I don't know why. I, I, it's not like I want people to say, "Oh, good job! You're running so far now and so fast. Good for you." <laughs> like I just don't. <laughs> well, we post about a lot of positive that. things. Like, you know, we post about kids are graduating and yeah. achievements that they're doing in sports. We do all of those things because having recognition for our achievements is a good thing. I don't think that's anything that anybody should feel bad about. I, you know, we like to share progress and uh, our achievements with meanwhile, the friends. Meanwhile, social media is tracking our every move. They sure are. They sure are. Uh, another tip, make it fun. Don't Exercise shouldn't be a chore. That's Life right. is short, and if you are miserable doing your workout, doing your... I don't even like to call it a workout anymore, actually. Let's take the work out of workout and just have it be, you know, physical activity that you enjoy. And Sometimes when I'm hiking, I just, I just break into a Broadway dance and start singing. <laughs> Richard Simmons style. <laughs> Richard Simmons style. You can do it. Yeah, I I just... It is Richard Simmons, right? Uh, I think so. I, I don't know who you're thinking of. I like, always get like... Guy with the curly hair. Yeah, not Gene and, Simmons. No, no, Gene Simmons. <laughs> Gene Simmons uh, is from Kiss and wears makeup on his with face. With the tongue? He has yeah. the tongue, right? He's, he's, the, he's the tongue. No, I'm he's thinking the of the guy who does sweat into the oldies. That's Gene, or that's uh, Richard Simmons. Oh, okay. Right? Well, I would love to see Gene Simmons then doing I would like to oldies. see Richard Simmons dress up as Gene Simmons and do one of those. He kind of, I don't know what happened with that fella. But well, there's anyway. a whole podcast about what happened with Richard Simmons. So Google that and listen to it if you're so inclined. So Richard Simmons, as where I was going with this, is he knows how to make it fun. So the Sweatin' with the Oldies was so popular because it was fun. And if you like to dance, then use dance as your exercise. Or ah. if you like to do... Broadway dance on a hiking trail in Rockwood Park, Jeff. You do it. Do your thing. I just, I just had a good uh, amalgamation of Richard and Gene Simmons. Ah, wanna work out all day and all night and do jumping jacks all day. That's the best you could come up with. Well, it was quick. Okay. What? Okay. All right. That it was the best I could come up with. Could you please do better? Our I can't sing, though. Well, we both know Why that. Why don't I just chant it? Okay, go ahead. Chant it. I want to rock and roll all night. Oh, darn. That's, that's the original, what... honey. I know. That's... And, I... <laughs> and I usually can't get the original lyrics, that's so I was surprised original. that I even got the first line in. Well, I guess you bested me because you did the original. I'm just going to have to abandon this altogether. That's um, too funny. Get good clothes. Have some nice workout clothes, easy, comfy clothes. I say this, I wear the same workout clothes that I've worn for literally decades. But uh, they... Workout clothes? All your clothes. Just joking. You have t-shirts from the 80s, so Well, but I mean, 90s. they're good. If they get a hole in them or something, then I get rid of them. But when you buy good quality items, you should wear them until they wear out. Because I try to be the same way, but mine just literally fall apart. Like, literally, like, they just become rags. Well, when you buy fast fashion, Jeff, that's what happens. That's right. You're right. I gotta, you're right. Gotta I gotta buy more classics. expensive clothes. Thank you for reminding me. I'll, I'll yeah, do that you, when you, I get the e-bike. You know what you need to do? You just make a little song on your new guitar, drive your e-bike on over to the most expensive <laughs> store, and you pick yourself up a new wardrobe. And sing the original the whole time. <laughs> 
I laugh at this because we just are not big spenders, so I can joke about it because we both hate shopping. It's not that we hate spending money. We just hate the process of shopping. We do. We hate it. Um, Even for things we want. I think it's time for your random tip. Oh, okay. So, we, All right, we, so we've, we've actually missed this the last couple of episodes. We but did, and I apologize. I, it slipped my mind, and it slipped uh, Amy's mind. So this but segment is really just about Jeff giving us some random tip that may or may not have tip. anything to do with the topic at hand. It has absolutely nothing to do with Perfect. the topic at hand. Perfect. But it does have something to do with the previous podcast, let's say, video that we tried to do. Oh, no, you know what? I don't think this was part of InfoQuench. This was part of something else, and we may not have even mentioned it on the InfoQuench podcast, but there was a time when Amy tried, <laughs> tried to come up with the best method to stir up natural peanut butter. Oh, we have mentioned this. We have mentioned this? Okay. And so there's actually a, if a you're little... a long-term, long-term listener... You'll know what I'm talking about. There's a little video on Instagram. Actually, it's yeah. been it's been bookmarked as one of the uh, the highlights uh, <laughs> of the, the highlight stories on the InfoQuench podcast Instagram. I came up with a brilliant idea that I didn't even think about. I just read it someplace <laughs> about. <laughs> All you do is you turn. You were just those... sitting on the couch and yeah. thinking of it. You, no, I just read room. it someplace because I had to for this podcast. Um, all you have to do is turn those suckers upside down, and then they will separate. All you have to do is turn them upside down. You don't have to get, you don't have to get the uh, the ice cream or the uh, cake beaters out and try to. <laughs> Some people call those hand mixers. What are they called? Oh, hand mixers. Okay, you don't have to get the hand mixers out and try to stir up your peanut butter and make a diarrhea typhoon. So. <laughs> All you have to do is turn those suckers upside down and they will separate. You have to store them upside down. As soon as you buy them and you bring them home and you put them in the cupboard, do it upside down. Yeah, right. And our friend Jody did that though and the cap kind wasn't on tight enough and then it made it quite a mess. So, kind of like you and bags of chips and you eat them upside down. I still don't get that. I don't stand on my head and eat the chips. I open them. <laughs> I open the bottom of the chip bag because... Perhaps you should. Because when they put the bags on the shelf... In the store, they always do them so the logo is facing up so you can read them. And, of course, all the seasoning settles to the bottom of the bag. So if you open them upside down, then you get all of the good seasoning first and it redistributes itself throughout the chips. Yeah, I know, one thing I never understood about you is you were a seasoning fiend. If you have popcorn and you have salt and vinegar seasoning for it, you pour the whole thing. On what one is little... life without flavor? You like copious amounts of flavor that's though. right unhealthy I want, I want the taste buds on my tongue to just stand up and dance <laughs> so wow. there's a visual back up to, back up to exercise they're singing the original I'm sure <laughs> <laughs> I wanna taste your chips all day and crunch them all of the night oh that was even better was better yeah. better we'll continue better. continue um when continue. should you exercise when is the absolute best time to exercise jeff whenever you feel like it that's right jeff anytime you'll do it consistently is the best time to do it i actually like to do it first thing in the morning before the day wears on me that is the time i hate to do it i like the morning because for me that is the time i know i'll get it in i like to get the hard part of my day done and you sir hand you i know that was a ryan sir hand quote 
But uh, yeah, get the hardest part of your day done first thing, and then the rest seems easy as pie. Not really. It's not, the days aren't always easy as pie, but early morning works for me. Some people like to do it during their lunch time. They can squeeze it in during lunch. I find that's a headache because there's the showering and the changing and all that stuff that goes into it if you're trying to fit it in the middle of your workday. But depending on what your schedule is, that may work best for you, particularly if you're going to a gym and it's close to your workplace. It's easy to jet over on lunch break to get that. Whatever works best, really. And the last time to do it after work. Well, it's not the last time. You could do it straight before bed, but most people don't like to work out straight before bed because their metabolism's revved up and then it's hard to sleep. So, uh, it's better to exercise a little bit and often than a lot and not often at all. So don't go for a marathon workout session of three hours and then don't do anything for a week. It's better off to do, you know, 20 or 30 minutes uh, a day on most days and get the routine going and it's just easier on your body. Well, it's best to just do it every day so that you can uh, increase your endurance as well. That's what I find with hiking. Like at first I was pretty tired, like a two, three K hike, but now it's like, I can do 500 K hikes <laughs> <laughs> backwards. If I want future Jeff can do that. Doing Broadway dances He's all over it. Singing the original. If you have a hard time getting yourself out the door for a hike or, you know, out of bed to do a workout in your living room or to get yourself to the gym, just go through the motions. Don't even think about it. Get your sneakers on, get your bag packed. And before you know it, you'll be exercising and then it's easier to keep going once you've started. So just take the initial steps, sometimes the literal steps and uh, lace up, get out the door and get your body going and your body will keep going. Objects in motion stay in motion. Wow. Right? Is that the quote for the... No, that's... Uh, oh, you already had the quote, right? Newton's law of inertia. Oh, smarty pants over there. No, no, I think that... Is I... widely known. <laughs> um, you talked about increasing your intensity. A good rule to follow is the 10% rule. Don't increase either your time or your distance or the amount of weight you lift by anything more than 10% and pick one of those aspects to increase. So no more than 10% a week. That means if you're doing, you know, 20 minutes one week, next week do 22 minutes. Yeah, don't go to an hour right, right away. Or if you're doing 10 miles one week, you go to 11 miles the next week. See how quickly I am doing that 10% math. It's impressive. Oh, it's impressive. I don't know what you're talking about. Make sure you rest when you need to and listen to your body. We're not in this to get injured. So if something doesn't feel right, you don't need to push yourself through it. This is one thing I've really come to appreciate is that I don't want to do things that are going to make me so sore the next day that I can barely move. A little what bit is- of soreness is normal when you're, you know, yeah. particularly strength training and when you're moving through and, and improving, making improvements in your, in your physical health. But I don't want to do things that, that hurt my body that are high, you know, too high impact or that are just not enjoyable. And it's okay to do a day where it's, uh, you know, not necessarily full on rest, just do yoga. I still, I still put an X on the calendar for yoga, Jeff. It's a small meditative X, though. It is. I wonder if there are people who are into exercise just to get injured. I hope not. The whole no pain, no gain. <laughs> no pain, lots of pain. 
<laughs> lots of pain, all more pain, more gain. Yes. Insane in the membrane. But that you are so musical. It must be that new guitar. <laughs> must be. What kind of guitar is it anyway? It's an e-bike kind. It's no, like, but seriously though, I know it's it's an Epiphone. Epiphone. Epiphone E zero zero Studio acoustic guitar. It's a parlor style guitar. Beautiful. What does that mean, parlor style? Well, parlor style originated with blues greats like Robert Johnson, who is said to be the father of the blues, the king of the blues, if you will. Are you making this up? No, oh. I'm not. It's pretty interesting, isn't it? It so is. So that is one of the one of the original styles for the blues, that you know type of guitar that the blues was played upon. We've just lapsed into Professor Jeff and his repertoire of music history. That's right. Yeah. It's got six strings. It's beautiful. I'm looking over. I'm counting. There are, in fact, six strings. Vouch for that. All guitars have either six or 12 strings. Well, listeners, I hope you've enjoyed Jeff's musical tidbit at the end of this episode. And I hopefully we motivated you to exercise more, maybe gave you a few tips to help you get out the door or on the floor or wherever you are exercising more. And remember, when you are exercising, play Richard Simmons' Kiss album. (laughs) Sweating to the oldies. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Be sure to check out past episodes and subscribe to keep up with what's new. You can find us anywhere you get your podcasts. And why not leave a review? You can also follow InfoQuench on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Till Til next time. time.